How are you guys doing? Welcome over here to Speak the Truth. Hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. Some people did not. Apparently, they're over there at that Astro World concert, they don't really exactly know what's going on, but I think it was eight people were basically ran over to death. I also know that there was somebody who was pricked in the back of the neck, apparently, but he was found to be overdosing on opioids, and they had a prick mark in the back of his neck. They shoved, I forget what it's called, basically a nasal thing in his nose, and it brought him back. I don't really know. No one really knows. They said it's going to take up to two weeks to find out more about the Astro World concert in itself, and I really didn't care to cover it, to be honest with you. I really didn't because no one really knows and everything I kept reading on it literally said the same thing. No one knows why they're having cardiac arrest on these younger people. No one really knows. I'm going to say it's drug induced type stuff. I mean, I don't know what else it would be, but imagine there's somebody running around this concert actually shoving opioids in the back of people's necks like they were to that police. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I guess we'll just have to wait on that one. It's kind of, to me, it's kind of strange. They didn't really announce too much stuff on it. So they're going to leave it be. So we're going to kick it off with this one though. We got a, Boston Antifa. You guys know we, we did a TikTok video the other day. But if you guys do not know, protest which began on noon on Sunday was organized by, they're, they're literally titled this, Super Happy Fun America. That's the organization. They gathered at Boston to reportedly to protect mask uh, and vaccine mandates. They were really strange name. Super Happy Fun America. I mean, it, I mean, if that's really what they are, then I, it's really not that big of a deal. But they got met by Antifa, one of the... Biggest scumbag human beings. I mean, I call them a scumbag. If you're a part of Antifa, you're pretty much just a, a scumbag in general. Anyway, several organizations such as Green Monster Antifa in Solidarity Against Hate Boston. That's what that's that's them. They announced on Twitter that they would be showing up to event in order or showing up to the event in order to tell Capitol rioters to get out of Boston. Hmm. That's strange. So they're showing up to an event in Boston that is there to just protest mask and vaccine mandates, and they're going there to tell them capital riders to get out. So I guess they're just kind of saying that everybody that's against mask mandates is already a capital rider. The media's done a really good job of portraying this, and now you have Antifa. I mean, this guy is really goofy. I'm, I have him up here on the screen right now, as you guys. Well, some of you guys can't see him. He's wearing a black mask because most of these Antifa people are too cowardly to actually show their face. They like to cover them and wear like their bicycle helmets and their knee pads. Don't really know what the deal is between that. They're easy to make fun of as well because they wear stuff like this. They really, I mean, if, you, if you're this big and mighty and powerful and strong and believe in your cause so much, why are you wearing a mask? Like a, a ma- Not like a face mask to protect yourself from the coronavirus or whatever, but a mask to cover your face. There's only one reason why. You're a coward. And you don't fully believe in your cause that much. You're just out there to disrupt people. I mean, let's be real. If you believe in your cause so much, you wouldn't be sh- not wanting to show your face to the public. Or you're just a massive coward. But I got some videos. I love. I enjoy playing some videos. So we're going to go ahead and play this video right here. If you guys are on the YouTube channel, you're just going to have to sit back, enjoy, and listen. This is the thing. Is some people say anti-antifa, anti-fascist. They're not there to disrupt and cause any harm. They don't set fires. Okay. This is literally a fight that Antifa is causing, that police are having to break up. Yeah.
Go ahead and just pause it there. I'm going to say, if they're so peaceful, why are the cops having to drag these Antifa mass cowards backwards out from them trying to beat on people that are literally just there holding signs? It was crazy. Now, CNN and no one on the left is even one of the publishers because they know that Antifa is on like, their side, the lefter side. And this is, they don't want them to portray them as, as being bad. You know, let's just keep going. I love it. Bring, uh, Boston police is bringing in officers dressed in riot gear. Why would they need officers to come in dressed in riot gear? Because they have cowards wearing masks holding Antifa logo. Yeah, look, here comes the cops. <coughs> Imagine being a cop in one of these cities. It's just... You just hear an anth of a person in the background just doing their communist type speeches. So goofy. I know the video was kind of loud and it was just literally just noises and Antifa shows up with tubas. They are fighting mass mandates and people that are going against them with tubas. F***ing tubas. That's them just making loud noises. Imagine being that annoying as, a hu- as an adult human that you show up to somebody's rally that's just holding signs and talking with a f***ing tuba just to make enough noise to annoy them. It's just kind of crazy to me. These, the, the Antifa people are they're holding flags that say death to fascism as well as flags displaying the hammer and sickle. You know what? I was actually going to go on to explain how naive a lot of these people in Antifa are. They really just want to be a part of something. Is their is their big goal? They they're not a part of anything. They probably have never done any type of like say sports growing up, so they've never been a part of a team. So they have no idea what it's like to be a part of a team. This is their first time being a part of any team. Let's go out and and mess with people. Let's go throw bricks through a building. Let's wear masks and 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 make our own little pepper bomb type deals and let's throw them at police. That's that's, this is their chance to be a part of a team. They've been outsiders their entire life. Like, all right, we're got to go into this fascist government. And they don't even understand what a fascist government is in the first place. They need to go. They need to type in. What is a fascist? Like what is fascism? They need to look it up. There was nothing going on in America that is actually fascist. And then what's crazy to me, it kind of reminds me of say, this is going to be a, a stretch, but this is what, I, this is, this is what it kind of reminds me of. They have this ideological, Thing that they're trying to push on their people in their group of this fascism thing. It's not, it's not a real thing that's happened in America. It's not. Let's be honest. It's not. We all know this. It's the exact same ideological type of effect that the Taliban pushes on their younger generations that don't understand how to read. So they're able to push this crazy, um, crazy terroristic ideological thing that they, they say what's inside of the Quran because they push on these things on these kids and these these people in these mountains I guess they don't know how to read essentially so they're able to tell them what's inside of the Quran like this is what it actually says in a sense and they believe it because they don't know any different that's the exact same thing that's going over here with these people in Antifa they just all get kind of together they drink their IPAs they smoke their cigarettes and in, in, in their in their vapes and they just sit around and they they kumbaya about how bad America really is when in fact it's not bad. They just haven't figured out how to be successful in America. So they have to say, oh, my God, they're all against us. They're oppressing us. No, they're not. You're just too lazy and dumb to go out there and work your butt off to be successful in America. That is the problem with Antifa. They're spoiled brats that wear a mask, not like a mask to protect from the virus. They wear a mask, like I said, to, to hide themselves. And they just scream from the top of their lungs. It's kind of like that one down there in uh, 
California, Larry Elder was running. And they had somebody run up throwing eggs at him. Like, what adult, what grown adult runs up to another grown adult and just starts throwing eggs at him because they don't like their political views or who they are? And what's crazy is they're supposed to be like anti-fascism or against racism, F races, F the Confederate flag or F Trump. And they're literally out there throwing eggs at a black guy while wearing like a pig mask. Once again, they're wearing a mask. Anyway, that was a while ago. It was like a month ago or so. Anyway, I don't know why. I just had to start off with this. Antifa gets under my skin. They're one of the worst things for America that's in America. And honestly, with some of the shit that they, they do, they should... Own, they're like teetering on the verge. Like, I know that they have to... Like, if you think about it, if the FBI is finding so many people in America right now that are doing stuff, that are working with groups outside of America, imagine how hard they're looking at Antifa. There's absolutely no way... If they aren't tracking, looking every single bit of thing that they're doing. I know that they, they're broke, like Antifa, they're, they're broken up in like different little sections throughout America and they're little groups and whatnot. 100%, there's some that have to be deemed closer to like domestic terrorist type mindsets. There's no way that there isn't. You got to think about it. Well, some of the stuff that they do up in Portland, throwing rocks and, and uh, Molotov cocktails and stuff at cars and police cars in New York, like there's no way that you can't be deemed as looking at it like that, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so this, so I'm going to call him uh, Charlie the Kenner guy. So what he is, Charles. He just told me that I actually am reacting to a TikTok video, I guess. I, he picked out these TikToks, so I don't know what they are. There's one in there. If you guys, you guys need to subscribe to this channel and wait for this new TikTok that's coming out, I guess, me reacting, is there, there's apparently a, an actual guy that was arrested by the FBI that made a TikTok video who's in Antifa. Can't wait to watch that one. All right, we'll go ahead and move on. I know I talked too much about it, but I feel that they're an actual... I think there are domestic terrorist type threat here in America, especially the the board. What was it? The, the school board was trying to deem uh, people showing up to to their school board meeting uh, domestic terrorists as as being just parents. So, okay, that's America we live in now. That's our society. Anyway, if you guys did not know, we are sitting currently in apparently a, a pretty big security crisis on the border. This is coming directly from the president of National Border uh, Patrol Council himself, Brandon Judd, asserted on Sunday that the United States is now in the biggest crisis we have ever seen as it pertains to border security. Anytime we release people in the United States pending a hearing that they're illegal immigrants, not going to, they're not going to show up. We're going to have tons and tons of people crossing our borders illegally. This is what he goes on to say. On Sunday, White House Senior Advisor Cedric Richmond would not confirm nor deny, we spoke about this already once or twice, that the Biden administration wouldn't be making payments to illegal immigrants who are separated from their children or children, excuse me, under the Trump administration, but insisted that President Biden is up to speed on the situation despite seemingly contradictory comments on the subject. I've talked about this in length multiple times. They're willing to give $450,000 to these illegal immigrants and only 400,000 to service members who were killed. And all Biden said is that we're, that, that, that amount is not going to happen. But he would not come out and say that it's not going to happen, that we're not going to pay him. We should not be paying these people to come here illegally. We all know this. If that's the case, I wasn't here making videos in 2018. I crossed the border in 2018, and Trump separated me from my daughter. F*** you, try to fact check that. Hmm? Pay me my money. Maybe I can recoup some of the fucking taxes I've paid over the last three years to this federal government who is spending on absolutely nothing that I agree on. So on Saturday, Biden actually said this. And it, I said as an immigrant, legal or illegal would deserve some sort of compensation no matter what the circumstances if they are separated from their children. 
That makes no sense. You saying that out loud publicly incentivize these people to come over here and, and just separate from their children. Oh, God, Billy, where are you going? Why are you separating? Billy, keep running. Keep running, Billy. Keep going that way. He's separating from me, Billy. Keep going, keep going, keep going. I can just imagine. That his name may not be Billy at the border, but you get what I'm saying. It's incentivizing the people to come and do this. What the Judd said that the administration has not disclosed how many people are being released into the United States, how many people are crossing the border illegally, or how many of those are taken into custody and have criminal records. They're not releasing any of this because Biden is still getting absolutely destroyed, absolutely destroyed in the polls. Even after getting this whole bill thing worked out, he is getting so destroyed in the polls. They cannot, they, they're in like, they're in like, oh my God, we, we're panic mode. The Democrats are in panic mode right now, and I'm, I'm, and they, they are, they really are, and they should be, because right now he is this, this, this is, this is literally as of this morning, this is where he's sitting in the polls. This is kind of crazy. If you guys did not know, he is polling, thirty-eight percent approval rating. Yes, you heard me correct. Biden is now sitting in a thirty-eight percent approval rating. Nearly half of those surveyed, which were 46%, say that Biden has done a worse job as a president than expected, including 16 of those, uh, 16% of those who voted for him. Independence. Let's listen to this. Seven to one. Say he's done worse, not better than they expected. Independence. Seven to one. That's, that's why they're freaking out. Seven to one. Oh my God. Nearly two-thirds of Americans, which is 64%, say they don't want Biden to run for his second term in 24. That includes 28% of Democrats. Uh, opposition to Trump running for another term in 24 stands at 58%, including 24% of Republicans. I would actually be opposed of Trump running in 24, even though he keeps hinting at it. I personally don't want him to. If he doesn't run, I feel like we're going to guarantee our success no matter what. Because those people that are voting for Trump are going to vote red no matter what. And the people that are in the middle... They're going to vote, well, most likely not for Trump. DeSantis, throw him in there. Crenshaw would be the best bet. Vice President Harris, though, listen to this. Her pool rating, this one's crazy. Cratered, 28%. How is that even a possibility? She's not even in the public eye. She doesn't have a fucking job. We're paying her to do absolutely nothing right now. What does she do? She shows up to, like, let's be real. She shows up. To kindergartens, and she's she teaches these. <laughs> I say teaches. She reads books to these kids. Like she literally has no job whatsoever. She's supposed to be taking care of the border. Oh my god! The show, the polls show that fifty one percent disapprove of her job she's doing. One in five are undecided. So if you take those undecided, and you add them onto that, you're literally looking at seventy two percent of people that don't care. For Kamala Harris, which that's how you get to that 28%. Oh, my God. Americans are overwhelmingly support the infrastructure bill Biden is about to sign, but there is split on the more expensive and further reaching Build Back Better Act. It's been debated in Congress. Only one in four say the bill provisions would help them and their families, which is very true. A lot of people don't even know what's inside of it. If the election were today, those surveyed say they would actually vote for the Republican congressional candidate over uh, Democrats by 46%. Two-thirds of Americans, 66%, say the country has gotten actually on the wrong track, and one in five say it's headed in the right direction. This is so, this is crazy. If you guys are sitting here and keep looking at it, Biden's approval rating uh, is sitting at 38, like I told you guys, and 59% disapprove. He is at his lowest rating of any modern president at this point, 
except for Trump. And Trump by far was the most smeared, hated person in all of America for four straight years. And Biden is not hated on the media and portrayed as like the craziest man on, on, on in the world. And this dude still has the lowest rating of any modern day president other than one that was smeared like crazy. Like think about that. He's done that bad of a job that he was able to ruin, ruin his, like he didn't have to do anything. He just had to be a, a alive inside of the white house and just let it kind of do itself. Didn't really pan out that way. Oh, okay. Doesn't really matter. This one's kind of a goofy one that we're going to move on to uh, California teachers. So California, don't know. You guys are know kind of a weird place. A high school teacher appeared to criticize conservatives in a quiz question that was actually given to students last week. So this is another one of those factors and one of those things when, yes, parents should have a say in what their kids are being taught. The quiz question was asked to students in a social science class at Whitney High School in Rockland, a city located about 20 miles from Sacramento. You guys ready for this? The question, to identify a group complete idiots. That's literally what the question was. This is on a, this is on a freaking test in a California public school. They wanted the kids to answer a group of complete idiots. The possible answers were given in a multiple choice format. A, KKK, B, all of Florida, C, Fox News, D, Texans. That was literally put on a test inside of, inside of California. On a good note, we pissed off California so much here in Florida and Texas that uh, we made our way onto your, on your quizzes. Anyway, I want to tell you guys a little bit about what's going to happen here at the end of the COVID-19 pandemic, apparently. CNN. We all knew COVID wasn't going to go anywhere. I mean, for the most part, most of us that are normal human beings knew that it was going to be around. It's just, it's not going to go anywhere. You can't have zero. It's just, it's just not a thing. The flu's still here. Smallpox, everything's still here. We may have eradicated it pretty much in the United States, but it's still a thing in the world. Correct? Am I right, Charles? It's not eradicated. All right. The disease. COVID-19 is here to stay how it starts. Oh my God. We've known that for about, well, 16 months. I'm going to say 16. It's been around for about 20, about four months into it. You're like, yeah. This son of a, this, this is not going to go anywhere. It's highly unlikely that the United States will, let alone in the world, be able to completely eliminate the coronavirus that causes COVID-19. I love how I read some of these articles like this. But there will one day, okay, here we go. But there will come a day when it's no longer a pandemic, when cases are no longer out of control and hospitals aren't at a great risk of overflowing with patients. Charles, when was the last time we had a hospital overflowing with patients? Thank you. Many experts predict the spread of the coronavirus will look and feel more like a seasonal flu. What's less clear is how and when that will happen. Instill that fear. All right. So if we get more people vaccinated globally and more people vaccinated now, hopefully within a reasonable period of time, we will get to that point. Two weeks to slow the spread where it might occasionally be up and down in the background, but it won't dominate us way that it does right now. That is from Fauci himself. 20 months deep into it, and Fauci's has got us going. Two more weeks. I wish, I wish they would actually come out with a two-week campaign. God, that would, that would actually really incentivize a lot of people to get the vaccine. Two more weeks to get the vaccine, we'll stop talking about COVID-19. Actually, I think a lot of people here in Texas and Florida and just down here in Texas pretty much, it's pretty much gone. Have you guys seen Cowboy Stadium? Have you guys seen the bars and restaurants? Have you guys seen anything if you're not living in Texas? There is not. I can walk into, and this is crazy. I know this is going to seem really far-fetched and kind of crazy to y'all. If I walk into a grocery store a year ago, I was the odd one out because I wasn't wearing a mask. 
Now the ones that are wearing the mask are the odd ones out. Everywhere you go, if you if you're wearing a mask in Texas anywhere, I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, but I just look at the case numbers and follow the science. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? Let's follow them. Look at Texas COVID-19 cases. If you're like the odd number out, you are the odd person now if you're walking around with a mask on in Texas. Anywhere you go. I'm not saying that I'm like pointing you guys out, but you go to a cowboy stadium that has, say, it's 80,000, 100,000 people in it. Legitimately, you might see a couple people around you inside of a general area that might have one on. Maybe. I, 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 that's the crazy part to me is the mindset of the individuals in these certain portions of the United States, how it differs so much over the same topic. Isn't that kind of crazy if you think about it? Really? Think, like, just let that sink in. Let it sink in. Let that sink in through the front door. You know what I mean? Like, let it sink into your minds. Huh. This is what they go on to say, though. This is the kind of crazy part. We have to get somewhere north of 80%, possibly even well north of 90% of the population with immunity, either through having had infection or through having had vaccinations. We have 58% of the country currently right now vaccinated. So if we have to hit 80 or 90%, who's to say we haven't already hit that number? Because if they're talking about vaccine and immune, because they've already had it, how do you know we haven't already hit that number or even got close to that number? How would they even ever know this? You really think you're going to get 90% of America or how about the 30% or 40% that hasn't been vaccinated? You really think you're going to get them to go shove something up their nose to find out if they've had it before? No. So how are you ever going to know this? Cases going down maybe? Anyway, it's the last piece on that. We all know I brought this up because this is one of the fear-mongering things that they do. And we all know it was here to stay. You just got to learn to live with it. I mean, hell, I've traveled international. I'm traveling international again next week and the month after. I'm learning to live with COVID. We only have so many heartbeats on this planet. I'm not going to sit and cower in a corner and not not go out and do because I, because I, you know what I mean? Because I'm scared of this. You know, it's, it's not a thing. I don't want my daughter to know that. She hasn't worn a mask in school, by the way, just so everybody's aware, all year. They don't have mask mandates in Texas where we're at. And the kids in their grades, they, none of them wear masks. She had a she had allergies this morning. Still took her to school. I know they're allergies because they give her an allergy pill and they go away later on in the day. But you know what I mean. But they go on to say this. I know I've been I've been kind of dragging it on, but we know there's still much to be done to stop the spread of COVID nineteen and the pandemic. We are still seeing far too many cases, hospitalizations, and deaths. The daily average of cases is over seventy thousand a day, with more than a thousand deaths. This is why we're encouraging everyone five years old and older to get vaccinated to protect against it. The problem is the average American with a five-year-old is not going to see it being necessary to get them vaccinated if it's a 0.01 chance of them dying of the, the actual coronavirus itself. These are, these are actual stats that I put in, was it yesterday's? I was talking about child COVID cases. There was more kids that died last year from the actual flu. This is real. So if you're fact-checking me right now here on YouTube, these are, this is real shit. This is real actual stats. That was posted by the CDC, so everybody's aware. Kids died from what? Car accidents, gunshot wounds, the actual flu. What was the other one? There was four of them. Drowning. All those were way higher than the actual COVID-19. So you just saying that, like, go get them vaccinated. That's You're not going to get these people vaccinated at a 0.01%. Just so everybody understands, if you're new to this, 0.01, 1 million people get it. 1 million of these kids get it. 100 may die. Imagine I put 100 red beads into a jar and put a million white ones. You reach your hand in that jar, are you going to take your risk of pulling a white one out or a red one? 
I know this is some Squid Game shit, but you know what I mean? By the way, I just finished Squid Game. I could do a reaction on Squid Game. I really could. Because I have never, I've never not wanted to finish a series more in my entire life than Squid Game. But I did it because Cammy wanted to finish it. And we've had two, two of her friends said that it was going to be this crazy ending and we're not going to understand it. It's going to be nuts and it's, gonna, it's completely different than what I'd expect. It was, it was so good. I fell asleep in the last 10 minutes and have no idea how it ended. Cammy told me it was really stupid and didn't need to worry about it. Have you watched it, Charles? No. Good. Don't waste another. I'll watch the first episode. You watch first episode? Yeah, no. Don't do it. If you had like eight more hours worth of your life, you're never going to get back. I do love you guys. I love doing these podcasts. They're fun. They are, they are a really good time. Hope you guys do enjoy them. We got to do a bunch of uh, reaction videos here soon because <laughs> those do pretty well. Uh, Biden administration, another one. God, why? Oh, it's because he's in office. That's why. The Biden administration is reportedly weighing the potential market consequences of shutting down an oil pipeline in Michigan. Oh, my God. If you guys ever just wanted to take your and just beat your face against a wall, this year has been the highest increase ever. And gas prices in a year, I think. I think it was 60% increase year over year since last year. You had 6% increase alone in September. How do I know all these numbers, dude? How am I remembering all these numbers? This year is also going to be the highest natural gas uh, cost that you're ever going to see in history as well for the people up north. All you up north that are running on natural gas to heat your homes. Remember last year in Texas, we had a huge issue with electrical power. Like It was really bad because we had a huge freeze. Y'all up north are going to be paying out the rear end for gas. Your heating bills are going to be through the roof this year. By the way, I just got my Verizon bill. It was $600 for my phone bill last month. I freaked out. I was like, oh my God, why is it $600? They crush you on international charges, by the way. I mean, crush your sack. You better be waiting to pay $100 a day is pretty much what it averaged out to be. Actually, you know what? It was probably an additional $60 a day or so, $70 a day, which is kind of... You know what? Backtrack. Probably pretty important to have that because I had to use it for mapping because I couldn't read any signs. Anyway, the administration is yet to decide on what to do with line five and officials were gathering information only to present a clearer picture of the situation. If you guys do not know, line five is part of a network that moves crude oil and other petroleum products from Western Canada, transporting about 540,000 barrels a day. So what is that going to do? You think that's going to help the gas prices? This is goofy. Is this not goofy? They're planning to power an industrial nation like the United States on solar panels and wind turbines. You know what's crazy about that? Just so everybody's aware. There's these solar panels and wind turbines are literally require oil, natural gas, nuclear, and even coal to be produced. You literally need it to produce them. So how are you going to shut it off? You can't just turn the knob on something like this and just kill it. You can't do that. It's not the way it works. The Biden administration move on line five draw, has drawn major criticism from Republican lawmakers in Congress, more than a dozen of whom sent a letter to Biden on November 4th, warning against such move as gas, as gas prices surge 50%. As you guys do know, they actually canceled the Keystone Pipeline in January, but most people don't realize this. So he canceled it to, for his political agenda and his appearance. That was literally the best thing he's done for his party was canceled the pipeline in January, his, his first move in, way to go. But since he's actually waived sanctions against a pipeline for Russia to ship energy to Germany, which effectively is the same thing as approving the pipeline. So way to go, the Biden administration. All the people that follow you have no idea exactly what you're doing. And they, well, I guess they do now because you're at a 38% approval rating. Imagine waking up every single day knowing that 38% of America only approves of you and the rest thinks that you're just dog shit.
That must suck. It's pretty much, I guess, how my main channel is at this point. Ain't that right, Charles? Chicago violence. I feel like we're always talking about Chicago because I can't get this. I just can't get it together. Nine people were killed and 39 were actually wounded in shootings across Chicago this weekend. Police said that four victims were under the age of 18, including a boy, four, who was wounded in shooting on Friday in South Chicago. This is sad. I mean, it's just, I feel like this stuff could be easily preventable if you just take all the politics out of, let the police do the policing. Just let them do their job. Other victims included a would-be robber who was shot and killed by a 77-year-old concealed carry license holder Saturday afternoon on Southside. There you go. Imagine getting wherever you're going. The holding place. We'll just say it for anybody that doesn't believe in God. You're sitting in the holding place. How'd you get up here? Well, I was trying to rob somebody who was 77 and they shot me. That's not a very cool story. Reginald Benson, who was 29, was driving when two people got out of a vehicle behind him and shot him in the head. He was shot through the rear window and, uh, excuse me, rear window of his car and pronounced dead at the scene. A few hours later, police said a man was shot and killed during a fight over a parking space. Fight over a parking space. During the previous weekend, Chicago has uh, saw excuse me six people killed and 26 others wounded in gun violence. So, in a span of two weekends, what is that? 15 people killed and roughly, well, I don't know, let's say 50, 60 hurt, injured. So, last one. You guys want to know what's inside of the bill? I'll tell you. $1.2 trillion infrastructure package. So this is what's inside of it. I'm going to do it real quick for you guys. It invest $110 billion for roads, bridges, and major projects. Another $40 billion for just bridges alone. $16 billion for large um, complex for traditional funding programs. I don't exactly know what that means, but that pretty, sounds pretty vague to me. $11 billion for transportation safety. $1 billion to reconnect communities, what are mainly disproportionately black communities. If you guys don't know what that means, they're going to literally just demolish and design and reconstruct the street grids to connect those communities. The package would provide $39 billion to modernize public transit, additional $66 billion in passenger freight and rail, $12 billion for grants for rail service to include high-speed rail. It's actually $80 billion less than what he was looking for. That, that that portion broadband upgrade 65 billion to invest in improving nation's broadband that's actually not a bad idea that's so some of the stuff so far is all good i'm not opposed to any of them as long as it's generating revenue and stuff like that it's it's fine so upgrade airports 17 billion important infrastructure and 25 billion dollars to airports for repairs and maintenance okay the bill will provide 7.5 billion for zero and low emission buses and ferries that one, kind of strange. Not so much into that one. $7.5 billion would also go to nationwide network of plug-in electric vehicle chargers. So the only take I can get out of that little section I just told you guys, they're putting $7.5 billion into EV electric chargers. Probably should do a little bit of research or talk with your consultant to see hmm, what companies would the government be using to post up these EV chargers throughout the United States. We'll throw that one out there. The bill would invest $65 billion to rebuild the electric grid, $55 billion to upgrade water infrastructure, $50 billion toward making systems more resilient. They're also going to throw $21 billion, by the way, to reclaim abandoned man land, mine land and cap orphaned gas wells. That's a lot of money. 
The bill also leaves out Biden's proposal to spend $400 billion to bolster caregiving for aging and disabled Americans. Left out of the sideline was $100 billion for workforce development, which I didn't really understand. Essentially, I read through that one. It was for dislocated workers, assisted in giving them jobs, I guess, before they graduate high school. Seems like a lot of money. Maybe you should just let these people figure out what they're going to do. I mean, at that age, do you really need to be forcing that much money into a program that's probably not going to stick around? Anyway, the bill also leaves out $18 billion that he actually proposed to modernize VA hospitals, which I thought probably could have got rid of, say, I mean, $18 billion for those hospitals. I don't know. Probably could have. What was the one that I thought was pretty goofy? Oh, they could have got rid of the uh, $7.5 billion they spent on buses. Okay. That would have been my thing. Oh, we're going to pass this bill. All right, it's cool. You want to spend $7.5 billion on buses, but you're not going to spend any money on the fucking VA hospitals? That are 45 years behind, by the way, just so everybody knows, 45 years behind private hospitals. That's why no one goes to the VA. All right. Well, we're done with this one. I hope you guys have enjoyed this video over here. Podcast will be coming out tomorrow. Like I said, I do love you guys. Make sure to subscribe if you're new. If you guys made it this far, I love you guys. I'm out here. I'm going to get butt naked and wrestle with myself inside the shower. I'm out.